listening to Putting Out, the show where we break down the love, sex, and relationships of 20-somethings, a few guests at a time. I'm Aria. And I'm Fiona. And this week, we have two guests. We have Drew and Emilio. So, boys, will you please tell us your ASL and introduce, like, who's who, whose voice is who. All right. Uh, I'm Drew. Um, age, what am I, 22, sex, I'm male, uh, homosexual, Originally from Glendale, Arizona, now living in Los Angeles. Glendale, Arizona. Ooh, didn't know. I didn't know there was a Glendale outside of California. <laughs> We're crossing state lines this episode. Seriously, <laughs> getting exotic. <laughs> My name is Emilio. Uh, I'm male. Um, sex, or I'm 21, and I'm my sex is straight as far as I can tell, and I'm from Long Beach. I grew up in Long Beach. So we got one local and one transplant, which is nice. All right. And so in usual fashion, we're going to kick off with our article in This Week in Sex. This week's article comes from our favorite girl, Slut Ever. Yeah. So Carly from Slut Ever is a contributing writer to Vogue. And her article this uh, that we chose for this week is from their series that they did for Valentine's Day, where they had like a different love story every day uh, leading up to Valentine's Day and her story is called The Waiting Game and this article is adorable it's really cute guys and it's all about her relationship with this guy who she met and their experience not having sex so what did you guys think of this article what did you think about The Waiting Game do you like typically wait to have sex (laughs) no (laughs) <laughs> okay, no, cool, me either. <laughs> what did you think of the waiting game? Well, I don't typically play I did, the it's, waiting game. It feels yeah. very foreign to me. <laughs> um, so basically her argument was like that she doesn't typically wait, but it was kind of up to him, and he basically talked about how having sex is really important to him, to have an emotional connection and things like that. So they were spending time together and doing all this stuff and not having sex. Yeah, and basically I think this article she like realizes like oh okay like waiting isn't so like ancient of a concept because she was like oh wow I like you know realized that this guy really liked me Uh, Mm -hmm. like you know because we were waiting we weren't having sex it's not like he was staying with me because we were having this wild and crazy sex she was like nah like she went to Palm Springs and did all of the drugs like jumped in a pool blacked out and then wakes up the next morning and she's like oops and he's like standing there like ironing his shirts and he's like I'm glad you have fun and she was like wow okay so that's when I realized like this guy actually liked me he didn't just like penetrating me and was dealing with me yeah Yeah. there's a quote that she has where she's basically like this dude was putting with my personality like unrelated to the fact that we weren't having sex so that was kind of nice um have you guys so have you ever had like a someone say oh we should wait the article was actually hard for me to believe, or at least the story was, just because I've actually been in a situation where I really wanted to wait before mm-hmm. having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so hard just for the simple fact that when two people both really want to have sex, they're going to have sex. <laughs> and they're by themselves and nobody's watching. Like, there's nothing it's left to do. You don't, you don't buy the self-control in this article. I think it's a little naive, but um, it's... No one's watching. You both want to have sex, and uh, there's really no consequences, at least direct consequences. Um, So I don't see how that's possible or (laughs) to to actually be waiting. Well, his argument was that he he 
would only have sex with someone if he had like a deep emotional connection to them. So they were, I guess the idea was that they were building up this emotional connection mm-hmm. so that they could have sex. Um, I don't know. I find it so much easier to like have emotional connection with someone after you have sex with them because yeah. it's already all laid out. It's like, yeah. there's nothing you can say to me that I don't already know. Yeah. You know, like, like you've seen me naked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're kind of like in your most vulnerable state already yeah. so it's kind of like okay like I can yeah. see how I deal with this person now that yeah. we've both like kind of seen each other like stripped down literally yeah. although it definitely like accelerates the uh, relationship mm-hmm. like, like, I agree with that like I don't know my that can be like, damaging though definitely exactly. when sex accelerates like how you feel about a person and then I don't know expectations fall short and stuff like that what do you like mean that. by accelerates I'm okay what I mean is like the it becomes so much more serious after you've had sex i guess when you're like having sex consistently like things even if it's after like a month things start to get i don't know i don't know but then i start to reconcile like is like i I haven't even gotten to know them and i don't know if their personality is worth the sex or the sex is worth the personality you know what i mean like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you guys so do you tend to be like um not in terms of like hooking up casually because I feel like that's kind of irrelevant to this I think in this article we're talking specifically about people that we may want to have relationships with and people that we want to date and things like that so do you guys have a fuck first mentality no (laughs) yes and no Drew says no Amelia says (laughs) no just kidding that was so much other way around um Amelia how long do you usually wait to have sex with someone is there like an emotional sign is there like an like an, an actual amount of time like yeah. is when there, like, do you a say the switch can right go on? moment like what's yeah. that motivation that causes you to wait I usually try to wait for as long as I can uh, until I'm like cued not to keep waiting <laughs> I usually just Aww. wait for the cues and uh, that's that's been different every time yeah um, so I've met a girl and had sex with her like the first time I've ever met her and but uh, there have been some girls that I've I've actually been in a relationship where I never had sex the entire time this was like a a year relationship wow yeah she was uh, she was Opus Dei Catholic though so it was (laughs) so there was really any right moment no there was yeah there was a right moment there was just one (laughs) just one right moment moment. yeah no 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 no. and then there were no cues and there were no cues we're going to keep this kosher. Exactly, yeah, kosher. <laughs> I guess that. Okay. Yeah. And so you say that you're a fuck first mentality. Yeah. So. I'm, I don't know. It just happens. Like, I don't know. I was like, I went out on a date with this guy and it went like really well. We were both like super nervous. Um, but he had to like go help his friend. So I leave. But then like. I don't know, like, two hours later, he hits me back up, and he's like, do you want to hang out again? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> and so I go pick him up, and we go back to his place, and then it just happens. And then I end up, like, in a relationship with him for, like, a couple months. And I'm like, yeah. Were you expecting that you guys would have sex, like, the second time you guys hung out that night? No. Oh. No. I oh, you weren't? I, no. I okay. wasn't... I wasn't being like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna go, like... Like, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't that. It was like, let's hang out again, because we liked each other. Mm-hmm. And we just happened to end up in his room. Alone, like Alone. Amelia was Alone. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> no one was watching. There was like heavy petting and it just got out of hand. It just went all the way. Yeah. But it happens. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think I've ever like been in a situation where it's like someone's like, let's wait. So it's always just been like, yeah. a, let's do this. Like, why not? Sex is fun. <laughs> yeah. Is waiting something that you guys personally value at all? Not necessarily. I I just think you gotta you gotta read the sparks as they fly. Mm-hmm. I mean, like with my current boyfriend, we waited eight days. <laughs> Like, we were on a trip together, and eight days in, we started hooking up, so... <laughs> in, day one, you had to actually meet. Yeah, yeah. like, I had known him for eight days. Days two through six, <laughs> you didn't have a room alone to yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah that's sometimes how it ends it, up. Yeah, yeah like, the soonest opportunity. It's like, oh, I can't have sex because I have no place to have sex. <laughs> So I guess Does that count? <laughs> yeah. So, That's like high school. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, we've been together for over a year now. So I kind of, I don't know, the whole idea of waiting for me, it not that I necessarily like believed in it before, but it's it was kind of like disproven to me and in it's, this last relationship. I think it's something that works for some people and doesn't work for some yeah. people. Like I know a lot of people who are like, yo, I'm going to test drive the car before I buy it. And that's like completely fine. Like, mm-hmm. why not? Like, well, I'm not going to buy the car. <laughs> I might rent a car. <laughs> I'm sorry, before you lease it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, it works for some and it doesn't work for others. Yeah. But I do think that the story was really cute. And if you've ever read anything by Slut Ever, like, she doesn't tend to go off into that, like, really, like, cute endings type of story. She, like, writes about, like, how for her 30th birthday she had a threesome and it ended up, like, going horribly. And, like, the next day she was like, well, I learned, you know? Like, yeah. her stories typically have that type of, like, ending or, like, that type of tone. So I think it was also really nice to read something from her that was actually, like, oh, that's adorable. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so. it was It was a very, like, sweet article from her. And apparently she's still dating the guy. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. Which is always nice to hear. Go Carly. <laughs> All right, cool. So, we made out of we're gonna yeah. put that in the we're gonna put that in the bio for you guys all to read and as we always do. Gush over. Um, for this episode, we're doing something unique. Um, turns out Drew and Emilio are roommates, and they have lived together for what one year, two years? How long have you guys? Close to two years. Close to two years. Oh, Close to two years. So approaching we, that anniversary. It's yet. its own relationship, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, it's its own romance. For sure. Ups and downs. Um, So we are going to play the platonic newlyweds game with you guys. So listeners, what that means is we're going to ask a question, and Drew is going to answer what he thinks Amelia would respond, and Amelia is going to do the same, except what he thinks that Drew would respond. And we're going to kind of just like delve into kind of like the mentality behind these questions and... um, See how well you guys really do know each other. Are you are you newlyweds? They're they're like are they past the honeymoon phase? According I to you, I think you guys are past the honeymoon phase, but it's still fresh. Yeah, according to Aziz Ansari's modern love book, they would be heading towards the um companionate love. Okay. Phase. Rather. What the hell does that mean? It's like the point where you stop having wild sex and you're kind of just friends who bone, but like in a relationship. <laughs> but like living together. Yeah, like you're in like a serious relationship, but you're like companions versus like passion. Yeah, it's definitely become more of like a routine, like sex. <laughs> it's less passionate. It's definitely less passionate. Is there still us. ample cuddling? Mm, no, more, more cuddling. More cuddling. More cuddling is required, definitely. <laughs> to make up for it. Mm-hmm. Who's the big spoon? Let's get it out here. Yeah. Let's just get out. <laughs> oh, 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 I can't. I'm going red. I can't. 
Jew is blushing right now, everyone. <laughs> He's so ready to answer all these questions. <laughs> oh, adorable. Okay, so let's start. Let's kick off with the first one. So remember, you're answering for each other. So, and feel free, whoever wants to answer first can. So what is your, again, meaning the other person's, preferred relationship status? I think Amelia's preferred relationship status is... Uh, what he's in a he's in a uh, very serious relationship with someone, um, with a lot of sexual experimentation. That's what I think he wants. So you want to be paired off with one person, doing all sorts of things, experimenting. Do I have to tell him whether he's right or not? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 That sounds like a pretty great thing. That sounds <laughs> like wait, who wouldn't want that though? I don't, I don't understand who wouldn't want that. But do yeah. you agree with a more like serious relationship side? Oh, definitely. Like, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. long term mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah, maybe not necessarily monogamous, but long term and serious, committed stuff like that. Definitely. Cool. Uh, I feel like Drew's preferred relationship status is single, although he's very happy with the relationship that he's kind of in right now, I'm sure. Um, is he in a it's complicated type of relationship situation? From where, I, from my position, I feel like he's very happy about like being able to date like whoever he wants, but um, I think I think he's. I think he has yet to discover the the happiness in like in committed relationships. So do you and think stuff. he's just he just hasn't had that relationship that's like made him realize? I think he's going. I think he's in it. I think. Uh, I think Uh-oh. he's on the cusp. <laughs> on the cusp. On the cusp of discovery. On the cusp oh. of discovery. Yeah. Drew, what's your analysis on that? Um, I. Okay, so I guess I should say I'm currently in what I guess you would call like a long distance open relationship. Okay. Uh, where, yeah, I get to continue dating people because my boyfriend's like on the other side of the world. Um, and I, the, the only part I don't like about that is like the guilt of dating other people. Mm. Because then I feel like I'm cheating, which is weird. So, I think I would prefer to have him like here next to me, but I also have like this creepy feeling that like, well, what if he is here and then it like doesn't work out? It's just, I don't know, it's just basic mm, stuff. So. Right. Yeah. So like committed relationships scare me because I think that they're gonna end. Yeah. So this long distance relationship is a lot easier. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. he's not like here, and it's not like you guys are like quote unquote stifling each other or anything yeah. like that. Like, which usually well, it puts things. like an emotional distance as well as like mm-hmm. a physical distance. So you're like separated from it a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, no? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty committed. It's pretty okay. serious. Okay. It's pretty serious though. <sighs> yeah. Oh, that's cute. So have you rented the car, or are you are you in the are you thinking about buying it, or are you leasing what? the car? Are you leasing well, the car? Well, the car is being shipped to Los Angeles in May. <laughs> Woo! All right. Um, uh, we're all very excited. We're all very excited. <laughs> um, and then what do you do after that? Oh, <laughs> cute. Okay, so why do you think? you chose that lifestyle for each other? Or why do you think that person chose that lifestyle for you? 
Like, Amelia, why do you think Drew like, thinks that you want to be a long-term yeah, relationship? Um, I've, I'm pretty open to him about what I, uh, what I do in my, like, sexual life, so he knows that I'm maybe apprehensive about, um, about my schedule or about my, like, uh, sexual habits or stuff like that, so, um, I think, I think he might have chosen that because I'm so weird, but I really just, like, committed relationships and uh, and that's fine it's totally understandable why he would pick that I would pick that for myself definitely <laughs> well of course you would pick it for yourself yeah 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 <laughs> definitely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drew what do you think um, of Amelia's answer for you I I can understand that like looking from the outside I seem like the person who likes to be single a lot because it gives me a lot of freedom. So, yeah, yeah. I, if I was in Amelia's situation, I would say the same thing for myself. Okay, so next question. How do you typically meet people, whether it be, like, your partner or people you date? I remember, so, you're answering for each other. So, yeah, Drew, how do you think that Emilio goes about meeting people? Does he have a lot of game? Like, how do you think he, like, approaches someone? Ugh, I would love to see Emilio try to pick up someone at a bar. That would make me so happy. <laughs> Where does Emilio meet people? I have no idea. I would love to see you meet people at a bar. That would be so good. You're You're like two years older than us. Oh, Um, How does... I feel like Emilio somehow, like, won't get introduced to, like, friends of friends of friends of friends. And he'll, like, find the one friend and he'll just, like, be like, all right, that one's mine. And somehow, by, like... By, like, m- some sort of magnetic magic, just sort of that person is like, oh, wow. wow. And they just, and they just get stuck together. Just magnets. Just magnets. That was a great way to not explain it. It's, it's, so, <laughs> it's such a mystery, definitely. It was really nice. Such a mystery? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I meet people, definitely. It just kind of <laughs> happens that... It's a very organic type of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I would agree with him. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that you mostly date friends of friends of friends? I think I've only ever dated friends of friends of friends. Oh, okay. And is it like you meet these people at like a party? Like how does the friends of friends of friends work for you? Because I'm asking because a lot of people, you'd be surprised a lot of people are having issues with this right now. Yeah, how to meet How, how to, to meet date. people and how to date people. And like, you know, I have some friends who are like, we can't meet people because... That friends of friends of friends, like, it's weird because you're so close with that one friend that, like, the degrees are from. And it's like, I can't date, like, your best friend. Like, that's weird. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can meet somebody and have chemistry, but, you know, it's so-and-so's best friend. So you're like, what? What? How am I supposed to deal? I actively, like, tell people to avoid that, though. Yeah. Mm Like, you don't want to get mixed up in all that. Yeah, it's like, that's drama. That's just drama. Yeah. yeah. And then what happens if it all goes horribly wrong and then that friend has to now pick? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Try to be Switzerland. Yeah. You yeah. can't be Switzerland in a relationship. Yeah. Totally. It's, it doesn't work. 
I went to a school in San Pedro, um, and that's like kind of a small town in terms of like the air towns around LA. Uh, so everybody knew each other, so everybody was friends of friends, and so I spent my entire high school career there. So it was never weird like dating there, just because everybody knew each other, and you were just bound to like be dating someone's friend. Um, at some Did point. Did you find that your school point, was like yeah. very like almost incestual? Yes. Like, you guys would all date each other? I w- yeah, I was just going to say that. That's yeah. so not my high school experience. No. That's funny. It definitely was. Well, it wasn't mine because I went to an all-girls school. So. <laughs> Maybe it was. I, I don't know. Maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know about all that. No, yeah, but I hear about that every once in a while that like there's like groups of or people's like high school experiences is like super incestual with their friends they just all take turns dating each other mm-hmm. interesting. maybe that is why it's a small like, school so yeah. that's probably why it, but maybe that's also why like now you're so comfortable dating friends of friends of friends i would agree definitely yeah cool. all right so emilio how does drew meet people lately just from a his like historically i guess he's been meeting people through tinder and uh i think that's a fine way to meet people i think it's exciting i've never met anyone through tinder so i'm sure it's 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 a thrill from from what i've seen the tinder online dating apps type of thing mm-hmm. yeah 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 with the exception of like my boyfriend I met through a friend of a friend. Oh, okay. So you borrowed, you borrowed the method. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's a it tried works. and true method. <laughs> it worked for my grandfather. <laughs> his father before him. No, yeah. But I meet most of the guys online. For sure. Yeah, cool. What are you using when you do your online swiping? Uh, Tinder. Tinder's your favorite? Yeah. I mean, I, I find that like, Heterosexual Tinder and homosexual Tinder are very different places. Mm-hmm. Explain. Uh, explain. Like, straight Tinder does not seem to be female-friendly, friendly, uh, while gay Tinder is much more the, like, people who don't want to be on Grindr because they don't want to hook up. So it's like, gay Tinder's the antidote to Grindr. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you so, know? So it is... Gay Tinder's, it, like, more serious. Yeah, it's, like, people mm-hmm. actually wanting to, like, go out on a date and, like, get to know you. Mm-hmm. Um, Not just because you're so many feet away. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Although there are... Like, I went back to Arizona, and Grindr works differently there. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, the guys on there actually try and use it as a dating app. Uh-huh. Oh. Like, That's Were not... you totally thrown? I was totally so thrown. Wrong. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? I don't care about what sports you play or like, <laughs> what your favorite TV show is. Like, fuck off. Like, you, where like, are you? Up, you, like, pull up the app, and it's, like, actual pictures of people's yeah. faces. Yeah. Like, this is boring. <laughs> Then I go on Tinder to try and hook up. This doesn't work. (laughs) You're like looking for that grimy experience. You're like, God damn it. Why can't I I find fucking Arizona? (laughs) Dude, fucking nothing. This is why I moved from Glendale to Arizona. (laughs) It'd be so like appropriate if you moved to Glendale. I bet lots of Drew's face did not look like you. (laughs) I did. You moved to Atwater, Glendale's hit. Kind of. Um, all right, so our last question in our like newlyweds game. Again, answering for each other. What is your best sexual experience so far? How do we answer for each other? Y'all, Y'all talk. Yeah. Okay. All right, Amelia, you can go first. 
Drew's best sexual experience so far? The one that I walked in on. <gasps> Please elaborate. <laughs> this was only a couple weeks ago. I was coming back from a trip. I was gone all weekend, and I was supposed to come uh, back Sunday in the afternoon. I ended up coming back Saturday at night after midnight. All right. What were you supposed to expect? <laughs> you came home pretty early. <laughs> You're totally right. I, I could have gave him a heads up. I didn't. It was one of those things. And I thought you were going to say, oh, like, oh, I was supposed to come back Sunday afternoon. I came back Sunday morning. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. Like, okay. But not no. Literally, like. taking advantage of the solo bedroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Right, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. In my defense, I was not actually caught having sex. Mm, okay. True. This is true. This they was, were this cuddling. Was, this was post-coital. Post-coital. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, h- however, it was on Emilio's bed, so. Mm-hmm, oh. Mm-hmm. oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Right. He was a gentleman about it. He washed my sheets and everything. It was cool. I was so happy. Oh, my God. I had to, like, walk back in because I forgot something. It was really cute. <laughs> Everyone said hello. Everyone was introduced. Everyone. Everyone was introduced. I mean, and then, yeah, and um, at least from what I can tell, that was Drew's most... Uh, memorable, memorable sexual experience. Wait, so why was it so memorable? Because you walked in? Because I walked in, oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you made the you made it. I mean, I'm narcissistic like that. Like, what? The one that I participated in has to be, has to be the one that's the best. Just your appearance. Yeah. So My cameo. You, before we ask you what your best sexual experience actually was, I would like to know, how'd you end up on Emilio's bed? How did that happen? Okay, okay. so... Um, Emilio's like, I would like to know, too. <laughs> okay, so um, we live in, like, a two-bedroom with two other people. It's a very small space. Um, Emilio came into a, I think, a queen-size bed that um, takes up the entire room. Mm-hmm. And I was not about to try and have sex on, like, my twin bed. <laughs> when you have a queen, obviously, available to you. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, well. It's here. It's here. I'm not going to make a fuss about it. It's the bone bed now. Yeah. Bone. I have no problem with that. Just so you know, that's okay. totally a green light <laughs> from here on out. That's all okay. I'm just trying to imagine this one room with a huge queen size bed and like it's a, a small twin room. bed yeah. in the corner. It actually like they push up against each other. <laughs> it doesn't. So it's like you guys have a California king. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> it's cute and cozy. Oh. Okay, wait. Um, Amelia's best sexual experience. Oh. I need to think of all the times Emilio has had sex. That you know of. That I know of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many times do I know of? Okay. Um, I'm back in Arizona for, like, the holidays or something, and I get a text message. No, I don't know where you're going with this. You don't know where right. I'm going? Okay. Well, let's just go for it. Okay. Um... I get a text message from Emilio asking me for tips on for tips on anal. Okay. Okay. And so I message back to him some tips and some tricks. Uh, 
and some like encouragement, like, all right, go get it. Um, he said coconut oil was a good one. I feel like that should be shared. <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural lube. Coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can only imagine that that was Amelia's best sexual experience. Were you penetrating or were you getting pegged? I was going to get pegged uh, and then we didn't have time. Yeah, it was unfortunate. That's definitely something you make time for, for sure. It's a whole scheduling Is thing. Oh, yeah. Time clock? Like, what? <sighs> How did this happen? But okay. So it was with uh, my girlfriend, uh, my ex-girlfriend. Uh, we were dating long distance, and she came to visit. And uh, we had, this is something that we had been talking about um, since the last visit and kind of, like, prepared ourselves for, at least, like, mentally. We didn't do much, like, research otherwise. Uh, so I had, to, I, had to text, I had to text the authority. And uh, I, like, am, like, at least, at least the one that lives next door to me or the one that lives in my room. But, um, yeah, and he told me what to do, and it was... It was helpful. I appreciate you, Drew, for coming through. He texted me right back. It was, I did not have to wait. It was nice. That's good. So he didn't ruin the moment. He didn't ruin the moment. Nope. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I wanted everyone to have a good time and be safe about it. And yeah. Like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <gasps> That's so That's a very caring relationship. <laughs> okay. So. Now y'all have to assess the answers. Drew, was that your best sexual experience when Amelia walked in? <laughs> um, I'm going to say no. just because the guy that I had sex with like that week I had to like break up text with him I was like I actually don't want to see you anymore and the sex bad it wasn't bad it was like standard all right nothing special though yeah nothing special yeah and and actually that's what killed the relationship was like the sex and then like him talking after sex I just, I real, it accelerated the relationship, and I realized I was like, "You're actually really annoying." Yeah, you're like, nope. So I can't deal with this. So I can't do it. And then the dick wasn't bomb, so you were like, "So I really." <laughs> yeah. Understandable. So, what has been your best sexual experience so far? If you want to share with the class. <laughs> um, I hooked up with a guy during the winter, and he was. He was staying, like, at his parents, and we had sex, like, in his parents' garage. Um, But it was the first time I tried poppers, which were, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Not not my thing. But, like, I was having trouble getting up, and he, like, pulled out, like, a cock ring out of nowhere, and he, like, put it on me, and then we had sex. And I was like, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it was fantastic. With the cock ring, you were into it. Yeah. And he had, like, just a big, beautiful, like, ass, and he was, like, super clean, and, like, it was a very good experience all around. Um, We did it again. Um, That sounds lovely. Yeah. That sounds beautiful. Hobbering, how Lenny Kravitz of you? (laughs) How is that Lenny Kravitz? Kravitz. You haven't seen the Lenny Kravitz dick pic? No. wearing the cock ring? No. That's something I'm going to have to Google. During the concert, his leather pants split open, which, of course, he was going commando in leather pants. With a cock ring on. With a cock ring on. That's really great. That makes me like Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) (laughs) 
I already like I already like them, but that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, you're, you're not that's... supposed to like wear them like normally. How long can you? Like a, it's like a how long does Lenny Kravitz perform now? I don't know, but like I feel like for him it's just jewelry. He already kind yeah. of wears lots of scarves and things. Scarves. <laughs> okay, a cock ring is like a scarf for your dick. So like, yeah, yeah, like a really tight scarf <laughs> made of like metal. <laughs> yeah, a real sexy scarf. All right. Mm-hmm. So Amelia. No, sorry, that wasn't yeah. my best sexual experience. I'm sure that I'm sure anal would have been great if it like pro- proceeded after that. Um, but I don't think or I I don't think that was my favorite sexual experience. Um, that's probably something I'm gonna have to explore more though. So. So what was my best sexual experience? I would have. To to say I had sex on acid, so that was really, really cool. Yeah. What was that? I was peaking. It was really, really great. Mm-hmm. Wow. Were you like seeing colors or um we were playing uh Tupac's album uh All Eyes on Me mm-hmm. and we were in my bed in the room that Drew and I now share. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure like 50% of it wasn't like actually technically sex, but it was like fantastic either (laughs) way. Like, yeah, (laughs) like a lot of it, I can't really explain a lot of it. I just know was really, really fantastic without me knowing what I was doing exactly. So (laughs) it sounds like a really great (laughs) thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it just, it basically just kept going after that as we were coming down. And it was definitely the longest I've ever had sex. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, that was that's that's about the whole story, or at least as far as I can tell it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So these are some group questions, so you no longer have to answer for each other. But um, do you guys have rules when it comes to boning in the room? Since you guys do share a bedroom, so share a room, or is it just kind of a free for all? Nothing we've said explicitly. I don't think. Yeah, I think it's pretty much a free for all. Yeah. I have definitely walked in on Emilio. Yes, he has. Yeah, the um, like the first time we ever met, pretty much, you walked in on me. That was like before we were even friends. I think. Explain. Oh man, I'll tell the story. Go for it. Okay. Um, I have a little back backstory. So, me and Emilio met each other through school. Um, I had a friend in school, and she would keep pestering me about like talking with Emilio. She's like, oh, Emilio's really cute. And I'm like, okay, go talk to him. He's like, I can't, I can't, I can't go talk to him. I'm like, go fucking talk. I was like, pushed her down. I was like, I'll go talk to him. So I started talking with Emilio and like being chummy with him. Then the three of us would go out and like, I don't know, get a bite to eat during break or whatever. Then they started really connecting. One day, Emilio's over at our apartment because he doesn't live with us yet. And some, by some act of God, everyone but them leaves the apartment. A lie was still, a lie was still there. There was one person still in the apartment. Oh, okay. Well, Just not in the room. Me and the current roommate, we leave and we come back and there is Emilio and Emily just in front of God and everyone on the couch and <sighs> Going for it? Yeah, yeah. As I recall, I, I no hope... cuddling in this experience. No. There was, no, 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 there no, was no, zero no. cuddling going on. 
I open the door and I realize what's going on and I slam the door <laughs> shut and I have to go for like a walk. Like I could not, I couldn't deal with what just happened. So I needed to like cool down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Amelia lived with us. Yeah. <laughs> and then I moved in. Yeah. yeah. So it's safe to say that we're pretty, you know, free for all in free this, and at least at least between us. What's the standard? Like, if you're gonna bring someone home or anything like that, do there's you, no like, like sock on the door. Or do you text each other like, "Yo, BT Dubs, I know you're studying right now, so I'm gonna get some." come back in two hours like you know is there like a protocol or is it just kind of like hey if you show up he's fucking in the queen bed you leave <laughs> <laughs> you walk back in to get your charger <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> i think the only standard is that they have to be cute i think mm. i think you have to at least enjoy what you're doing and that that'll make me happy that'll satisfy me i'll be happy knowing that you're happy have you so, guys ever walked in on each other and stayed? Dang. Not yet? Not yet. Not yet. Mm-mm. Although, wait. like, someday. Wait, wait, wait. Someday. I have to figure these things out for myself. <laughs> I, have, I have another story. Um, there's one time I walked in on Emilio and he didn't know. Wait, what? It, it wasn't, <laughs> wait, you weren't having sex. It was when you and Emily were still dating. I hear you guys come in uh, into the living room, and we have like a door separating the living room from the hall. And I open the hallway door, and I see both of you. And Emilio is looking out the window, and he like kind of turns, so I see his profile, and he just has his dick out. And I'm just like, Argh! and I walk away. How did I, I like, not I must, see you? I must have been seeing things. I was mm-hmm. like that. I like, and then I ask Emily about it later, and he's like, No, yeah, he had dick out. And I was like. <laughs> I was looking out the window. Just yeah, yeah. Out the window. Like a Gatsby kind of figure, just like looking out into the uh, into the lake. Yeah. That's great. I had no idea. I just do that sometimes, I guess. That's really cool. Like a Gatsby out. figure. With his dick out. F. Scott Fitzgerald definitely omitted that part in the story. That's in the, uh, what is it, the unabridged? Yeah, the unabridged version, the director's cut. Oh my god, that's amazing. amazing. Okay, so no protocol, no rules, no codes. We like it. Yeah. So when you do bring someone back, do you do anything to set the mood? Considering that you guys both share this space, I could imagine that like all your shit is everywhere. Is there any like process for setting the mood or do you clean up your other person's shit do you turn on a candle do you like throw like something over the lamp so now it's like illuminated in red (laughs) (laughs) things that that aren't usually there do they appear when you're about to bring someone back or if you're planning to bring someone back it depends i think on who the person is that i'm bringing back i think how about you i felt comfortable enough with everyone that i brought back that i haven't like done anything or I like didn't know they were gonna come back and so I didn't have time to prepare yeah and no one I was gonna say no one said anything but that would be a lie someone said something what did they say they were just commenting about how messy it was Mm. and I was like oh Oh, whatever I'd be like oh you think my room is messy do you want to leave well no because I drove them there so And then we had sex, so fuck that. Yeah. They <laughs> obviously didn't mind the mess. Yeah. Have you ever walked in on a roommate? 
No, I have not. Have you ever walked in on a roommate? I walked in on my freshman roommate in college. Actually, you know what? I haven't walked in on a roommate, but when I was in college... You got walked um, in on. No, I did not get walked in on either. However, I... So, I was in college, and I had a two-bedroom. So, it was two of us in one room, two, like, two other girls in the other. And one of the girls in the other room would just always sex out their roommate. And one day I walk in and I walk in and I'm going to my room and I'm like in the living room or something or like in the kitchen. And I just heard her and I don't know who the fuck was in that room, but he was working some magic. She was fucking screaming. And I was just like, at first I was like, are you dying? Like, are you okay? Because this girl was like super like melodramatic. And she's just like screaming. And I was just like, oh my God. And then her roommate like walked in after me and she was like, Oh yeah, like she's probably and I was like, all right, power to her, let's go get Froyo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my freshman year in the dorms, um, I knew my roommate and her boyfriend were over and like I had given them the room. And then like two and a half hours later she hadn't texted me saying, like, okay, we're good, blah blah blah. So I was like, fuck this, I need to go get stuff out of my room. So I go in and staring straight at me <sighs> is her boyfriend butt naked. And I was like, Ooh. it's been two <laughs> like my favorite part was my actual reaction was to look at him up and down burst out <laughs> laughing and close the door <laughs> he and I didn't get along that well after that. <laughs> it was just like you had to reaction. assess the situation all judgment <laughs> but it turned out they had gotten into some big dramatic fight and that's why and then they were finally getting around to the makeup sex but i was like you gotta let a girl know yeah it's like, like all my shit's in there yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some, like a little just a little message is better than nothing like yeah, yeah. I'm not done with it. yeah stuff is happening do you need something i can put it outside yeah you know <laughs> especially if you weren't boning yeah <laughs> you were fighting naked like yeah no. really <laughs> I think it would have been more awkward if you would have walked in and they were both like standing apart naked <laughs> screaming at each other, so. Oh, that would have been brilliant. <laughs> you were pretty happy with my situation though, I'm fine with that. Yeah, seriously. <gasps> Alright, we are going to take a big break, a uh, quick break and we will be back with our advice and opinions and our closing activity. Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> all you listeners we just want to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast if you have any questions comments or concerns you can reach us on twitter at i'm putting out or you can hit us up on gmail at i'm putting out at gmail.com or come to our website at i'm putting out.tumblr.com we'd love to hear your feedback and hear your questions and concerns let's get back to the sexy stuff And we're back. So we're about to launch into our advice and opinion section. Thank you so much to everyone who writes in and just wants us to give you advice or just know our two cents on your issues. We really enjoy reading through these. You can always submit your questions to I'm putting out at gmail.com. Or you can like hit us up on Twitter with them too. I mean, just DM us on Instagram. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Just, you know, do you have a I'm putting, putting out, out Instagram. We do. We do. It's I'm putting out. And a Twitter. And, and a Twitter. Twitter. Oh, that's yep. exciting. And I'm putting out at Gmail. So is our email. Yes. So, all right. So, first question is quick question for y'all What is the minimum amount of grooming necessary before a planned Tinder hookup? 
knowing I'll probably never see this guy again, do I really need to trim my pubes? Um, I tried to hook up with a guy once, and I get to the hotel that he's, like, staying at, and, like, oh, I'm here, and he's, like, then he starts getting weird and, like, aggressive, and is, like, go go into, like, the lobby bathroom and, like, show me, like, a picture of, like, your pubes right now, like, did you shave? And I was, like, no, I didn't shave. <laughs> like, th- this is a hookup, like, mm-hmm. fuck you. Um... As much as it would be appreciated, I don't do it. Yeah. I would never. I would never, ever. You would never groom for a hookup? Absolutely not. We wouldn't hook up if I had to groom for a hookup. Yeah. Mm -mm. Sam, I wouldn't groom for a hookup. I groom for myself. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you should. Yeah. If that happens, if I'm, like, grooming and I'm like, oh, yeah, I might as well, like, do this, like, the hookup is completely, like, coincidental. Yeah, Like, I'm not doing anything for anyone. If you're a couple of weeks behind, like, too bad for them. It's like, yo, like, we can do this or we cannot. Like, my pubes don't bug me, so they shouldn't bug you. Mm-hmm. I feel like you shouldn't be doing any kind of, like, body hair decisions based on another person anyway mm-hmm. especially someone that like you said you're never gonna see again yeah so if you want to groom for yourself like Ari said by all means go for it but if you're like doing it just based off of the other person i would say don't bother yeah and i even like if you're like in a relationship or whatever you should you still shouldn't be grooming it should always be a decision person. for yourself it's yeah. for yourself for sure because your pubes are your pubes man like they're a part of you too <laughs> yeah. If we're talking about hair, I definitely like shower my hair and then put it up in a ponytail, make sure it's dry, and then I take down my ponytail so that it's like really nice. So you have the big reveal. Yeah. It's like it's more like grooming that I make seem like it's just an everyday thing. Like, you know, my hair is just this nice usually when it's not at all. So I would definitely think it's like that all the time. Does he actually put a lot of effort into his hair? He wouldn't know, I don't think. I, I would know, exactly, yeah. I'm private about that. I don't think I've ever private told you that. About your rituals? About my hair rituals? Absolutely, yeah. Actually, yeah, he's seen me, like, put coconut oil in my hair and stuff like that, but other than that. Moisturizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Follow secrets. Secrets of the hair. Yeah. Emilio right. does have hair. And for anal. Coconut oil is... <laughs> anal. I am plugging it again. Does it moisturize your butt hairs, too? Dude... <laughs> It does a lot of things. It does more. It does more than whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, coconut oil is the secret to life, you it's guys. It's a magical you gotta, elixir. You got a problem, like coconut oil will mm-hmm. fix it. That's what Pinterest has taught me. You just yeah. keep it by the bed. It's your lotion. Yeah. It's your, your, what is it, your leave-in conditioner? Yeah. Your lube. Done. It's perfect for everything. You can even um, use it as mouthwash if you do oil oh, pulling. Yeah. Oil what? Oil pulling. It's where you swish oil in your mouth. Why would you do that? Because it's supposed to, like, remove stains like crazy. Stains in your mouth? Like, like, like teeth like, stains. Like, yeah, like coffee stains or wine stains or anything like that. It's really gross, but, though. Yeah, but then you'd have, like, a little... Next question. Next question. All right, next question. Um, I'm currently in an open relationship with two different people. I adore them both and love spending time with them. They are not currently involved with each other, but I think it's something they would really enjoy. Any advice on how I can set up my two partners and create one amazing love triangle? I think the same applies for uh, just having like a two-person toi 
like a <laughs> like a not menage a trois, not a menage a trois, but like just two menage people. Menage a trois. Wait, I don't know how that, that is. That is what menage a trois means. Still saying three. Um, I guess my French isn't at its best, but uh, I think I think that just going out, having those two people meet would tell you whether or not they would want to have sex. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was going to say, like, you should probably take them out, like, to dinner and drinks or something. Like, get them, if they don't even know each other, like, you kind of have to introduce that to being like, hey, we should all, like, penetrate one another. Mm. You should definitely just kind of open the floor, you know, maybe talk to somebody about it and be like, hey, like, how would you feel if, like, we were mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, just see how that goes, and then maybe even have the two of them hang out if it's something that they seem curious about. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, like, without like, you having yeah, to be there, it's a really good yeah. thing. So they yeah. can, like, make their own chemistry. Mm-hmm. Have them go to the library or, like, a coffee the library? or something. Aww, cute. Mm-hmm. You know, um, people explore in libraries. They, like, explore what? <laughs> Yeah, nasty. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> oh, the almanacs. <laughs> <laughs> the chronicles. Like, come on. Chronicles of my fucking nasty. Um, I'm a little bit more pessimistic about polyamory. Really? And yeah. I don't think it. Uh, I, don't, I had a friend who tried to do polyamory, but it was with like. She met a guy who was already in a relationship with a girl, and so, like, everyone knew mm-hmm. of everyone else, but they weren't a triad. Right. So um, it was like he had two girlfriends, basically. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, and it just... I don't know. It just didn't work out for her. The guy was pretty shitty. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe that's... That's a case. Yeah. It's definitely a case-by-case basis. Um, if you get those people together and they have, like, great chemistry, then I don't see why you shouldn't try it. Because if you're in an open relationship with these two people anyway, it seems like they're probably going to be, like, down for, like, a little experimentation. And it seems like they're open-minded people. So, like, why not try if the chemistry is right? However, if the chemistry is not right, don't force it. Absolutely not. that will be a fucking disaster and no one's going to win. Yeah. I wonder about polyamory because I do believe that some people are like it works and it works Mm -hmm. beautifully Um, but I wonder about people who are trying it if they're doing it for the right reasons because I feel like if you're going to try polyamory it should be something that like you want to try for yourself versus doing because because someone's putting it on you you know what I mean Um, but then there's always those stories about kink where the people who are into kink are people who are into it and then partners who discover a love for it yeah. through that person. So, I yeah, I feel very conflicted about polyamory. It's something I'm definitely, like, interested in learning more about. So if anybody putting out wants to come on the show and talk about polyamory, we would absolutely love that. Um, while researching what I thought might be a good answer for this question, I did come up on a website uh, called morethan2.com, which, if you're curious about polyamory, it's a really interesting website. There's a lot of... Um, kind of background information on what exactly polyamory is and um, terminology. Like, for example, um, listener, your question about having a relationship with three people is commonly called the triad, things like that. So if you're just curious about some of the lingo and what it all means, um, definitely check out that website. Morethan2.com It's good. It's a really, really good website. Oh, have you been on before? Oh, mm-hmm. cool. It's, um, it's really... The platform is really nice, so it's easy to like manage. Oh, it's like user friendly. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That's what I appreciate about it. Yeah, it's 
always good when you come across any site that's like that. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, I can click things and they actually work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. So for our closing activity, we're going to do a little game of Would You Rather. Mm -hmm. So, um, boys, you haven't seen these because we left them a surprise. So, first question. Well, first of all, again, just like the last time we played this game, some okay. of these questions are courtesy of Comedy Bang Bang, so we just want to, like, give credit where credit give is Give credit to Comedy Bang Bang, because they're Bang. so much better at this than we are. We couldn't come up with these questions. <laughs> That's all we're going to say. <laughs> all right, so first one. Would you rather carry a tiny baby in a fanny pack on your person at all times, or get a tattoo of every person you've ever loved? Tiny baby. <laughs> A tattoo of every person I've ever loved. How many really? people have you loved? Three. Okay, that's not so bad. It's not that many <laughs> tattoos. It wouldn't hurt that bad, and it'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Wait, I, love, love was a very ambiguous thing. I oh, was did thinking you like every person you've ever fucked. No, <laughs> no, like my family, because oh. love doesn't have to be sexual, guys. Yeah, my brain went the total opposite direction. This isn't that I'm kind of podcast. Yeah. This is a different kind of this podcast. Is a sex podcast. This is. Putting out. Putting out. I still think it, you should rename the podcast to Putting Out. P U D D I N G. Um, I'm just gonna put that in there right now. So you still would recording. be disappointed to find out that we don't review pudding. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. I thought you were gonna review the vanilla pudding. No. Tapioca is my favorite. Um, this week we tried this flavor. <laughs> We almost called this podcast like um, bed and breakfast and then it was going to be we have breakfast with all of our guests and then talk about sex. Aww. So, but yeah, but then we decided we couldn't necessarily commit to breakfast all the time. Yeah, because that's really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> all right. Next question. Would you rather only be able to have sex to a looping repeat of a Donald Trump rally speech or have a special phone that all relatives above the age of 50 will use to call you for computer questions that you cannot ignore? Wow, that's a really good question. Uh, <laughs> That's why we went to Comedy Bang. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with the computer, the telephone. Okay. Because okay. I don't want Trump in my sex. I feel like I wouldn't be able to have sex to a Trump rally speech. Especially yeah. if it was the little girl Trump rally oh, song. That. No. Of the girls in the American flag singing about oh. Donald Trump. That would definitely not work for me. Yeah, erection gone. Absolutely. Yeah, there would be no sex. <laughs> Until you got a little weird about it, and then you would start having sex to Donald Trump. Next question. And then question. you have weird, yeah. <laughs> it's a, weird Donald Trump. It's a dark road. Have you seen that button with the little girl who, like, is told that she's going to a Trump rally, and she, like, starts crying because she's so happy? <gasps> oh, God. She's no. gonna, oh. It's really sad. She's going she's gonna to grow up and watch that. And I hope be ashamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope she's not like, yeah, I was a cute little kid. Like, that would be... Okay, next question. Would wait, you did Emilio answer? Oh, wait, sorry, Emilio. Definitely not Trump. Not Trump. Absolutely I, not I Trump. I figured that was your lie. <laughs> Whatever the other option was. IDK not Trump, though, <laughs> is my answer. That's what I'm putting on my voters' ballot. <laughs> All right, next one. Would you rather summon velociraptors anytime you sneeze or be with a partner who posts public reviews of your sexual performances online? The second. Although both look, although, although both sound really cool. 
the raptors? Oh my do, god. Wait, do I get, can I control the raptors? Or yeah, do they just like, appear? Yeah, just like Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty, no, otherwise that's what everyone would choose. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty like, sure it's the opposite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I can summon them, I can like, I don't know. <laughs> Ask them to make me breakfast. <laughs> then we could have Ben breakfast. That would be so cruel. <laughs> Scrambling eggs. <laughs> How would you feel about the performance review kind of stuff? Like a like a Yelp for yeah, a Yelp, Yelp for my sex. sex. Yelp for yeah, a Yelp review. I'd feel really good when he like gave me a five star review. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be yeah yeah. That's, that's the one right. I choose. That's yeah. right. I would be okay with that too. Same. Yeah, I'd be okay with. That. I feel like I'd be more honest. I would get good review. Get I'd get fit, good feedback. feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, like wow, you you go down on me like the best. Like wow, it's really great. I'm like sure. Yeah. Okay. I love how both of you like went the very positive route. Like, that was a, that was great. You both were like, yeah, this dick is bomb. <laughs> we know we good. <laughs> Don't have to worry. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so last question. Would you rather the only clothing you own is a sexy Bill Cosby outfit? Think about the implications for that. <laughs> or have to change your name every time you introduce yourself? Go for it. I don't know. I would definitely change my name uh, every time I introduce myself. It'd be nice. Wait, I feel like it... you would be into that, though. Yeah, you just for my own reasons. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, yeah, it's, it's, not, uh-huh. it'd be nice to be someone else. Mm hmm. Hi, my name's uh, Parker Cheeto. You're nice Parker Cheeto. Yeah. This is very nice to meet you. No, I mean, if other people find the Bill Cosby sexy, then I would say Bill Cosby. Do you find Bill Cosby sexy? But At least the clothes sexy. that he wears? If you did before. It's a sexy costume. So as long as it's a Bill Cosby, so imagine like a Bill Cosby sweater, but like oh, a crop top. So like cut, top, like cut at the and, uh, like, navel. Slacks or like booty shorts. Oh, yeah. But they're plaid. Whatever sexy means to you. Yeah. yeah, I'd still do it. <laughs> All right, we have one more question that we always ask our listeners whenever we play this game. Amelia, I think I already know your answer though, but that's okay. We're gonna ask. We're gonna anyway. ask it anyway. I'm excited. You can, you know, adjust it as you see fit. So, would you rather give up cheese or oral sex? Cheese or oral sex? Oral sex. You'd rather give up because cheese is on it. Because would you really? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Did you see how I? <laughs> Quickly answered. I would definitely. Please tell us why. Why do you like cheese so much? I'm I'm more interested in that. <laughs> Just to give some context, Emilio is lactose, which is why I assumed what his answer would be. But we could go with vegan cheese, although I don't know how much you can't that have has for any you. type of cheese. No cashew yeah. cheese. No vegan cheese. Like no, no, no. You can't have any type of cheese. What about um? If it says sex over it. vegan cheese. What about nutritional yeast? Ooh. That's what vegan food. Yeah. Uses for like cheese. Sex over nutritional yeast, also. <laughs> if that's if that's being modified, like, fuck if it's being modified towards my demographic, then yes, sex over um, nutritional, nutritional yeast. yeast. I, I feel like this is not a. It's not a, it's not a fair comparison. I know, but we had to do it. You would give up oral sex. Yeah, because it's boring to give it, and like, I don't want to live my life without a quesadilla. <laughs> That's fair. You have your priorities. That's okay. I think that's very fair. 
I feel like every time we ask this, my answer always like changes. <laughs> yeah, I, I go through phases. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, nah, man, I gotta have cheese. Like, I'm in the cheese phase right now. I'm, I'm in the I'm cheese in, like, phase too. I'm like, I can't have nachos. That really hurts me. <laughs> I need nachos. So. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I like that that's the standard, though. That's, yeah, that's, that's what final. we always ask people. Amelia, what food would make you... Would make me give up? Like, yeah. Oral sex. Yeah. Oral sex? Um, rice and beans. Rice and beans are really, really great. Mm-hmm. Okay. You would choose rice and beans over oral sex? Any day? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Now we know what to ask for a vegan. If mm-hmm. somebody if somebody is making you breakfast, they make you like rice and beans and like something good. You're like, okay, we don't need to have sex. No, I'm just gonna <laughs> eat what you make. I'm happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Nice. nice. Oh my god. All right then. Well, we're gonna wrap up this episode thank of you guys putting so out. So much for coming on. Well, well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much. And yeah, so guys, if you want to check out any of our other episodes, we're on SoundCloud. Woohoo! Yeah. And if your friends are wondering where our episodes might have been, tell them to resubscribe. Because yes. since we did the switch over to SoundCloud, everyone had to resubscribe. Sorry. Sorry. But now it means we have so many episodes. I know. It means we can have all the episodes we want on SoundCloud because it's so easy to use. So yeah. And then obviously check us out on Instagram at I'm Putting Out or Twitter at I'm Putting Out. And yeah, so we will see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>